I awoke later in the dark and reached my hand out past my plush weaving to touch the solid planks of the floorboards. I pressed my palm against it, feeling that it did not move. I was not aboard a ship. I was safe and on dry land. It was not that I rode the nightmare, but that sense that I had roused myself just before I had found myself carried away, bridleless, upon her back, to fearful sights I could not stop. Sidrock's hand moved and he touched me. "'Shield maiden,' he whispered. I turned to him. "'You are awake?' I answered. "'Yes,' he said, and wrapped his arm about me. "'Did you dream?' he asked. I shook my head. I feared I would ride the nightmare but woke up. I felt him nod, and then I went on. "'But you yourself are awake?' "'Yes,' he said, and breathed out a long breath. Was it of the ship? he asked me. Yes, of the ships, all of them, I answered, squeezing my eyes closed to block the memories that began to rise up. The Idrisid ship in which I had been marked a flesh save, the ship of the Danes from which I had leapt into the cold Baltic during the bloody battle, and the little boat which Sidrock had claimed as plunder and in which we nearly had sunk in the storm. I will never take you on a ship again, he promised, and tried to jest by adding, nor will I throw you from one. I buried my head in his chest. My gratitude at our safety was beyond speech, and I just lay still, my face pressed to his bare skin. At length he began to speak again. His words were quiet in the still night. I too awoke, thinking of the ship's when I fought on Redbeard's ship to aid Ulf, who was attacking. He paused such a long time that I knew he did not like to follow the end of his thoughts. I recalled what he had said just before he turned to fight. It was said more to himself, or to the gods than to me, but was not a challenge but a vow. I will not die, not like this, he had said, before he lunged, sword drawn into the fray. Few battles I have been in were bloodier, Dane against Dane. Ulf's men were good warriors all, and Redbeard was defending his own ship and kin. It was bound to be bad, and on a ship. I gave my head a little shake. The desperate men crammed into narrow quarters, the streams of hot gore pouring from hacked limbs, the smell of blood as I clawed my way to the side of the ship to free myself from the terror. It was all too near. So many men dead, he went on. The sounds of their screams, the moment when your eyes meet as you drive home your spear or sword. These were men I had eaten and gained with. That young whelp, Redbeard's nephew, he was just a boy. And for what, he went on. Redbeard was little on his ship. Oof won it, but little else. But worse for me was the red-sailed ship of the Idrisids. I was captive and could not fight. All my words could do nothing to free us. All my wealth meant nothing. I could not think of how I could help us. I could not know where they took us, only that we would at last sail south, and there I would be made to fight and you be taken from me. I felt him shake his head before he drew breath and went on. Then everything changed. Ulf and his partner attacked the Idrisids. I had a chance. I could fight. We both could, and we won our freedom. 
Tyr guided my arm, and Freya guarded my shield-maiden. He was stroking my hair with his hand when I spoke my wish. I do not want you to fight again, Sidrock. Ever. I do not want to kill another man, he allowed. There have been many. Now thanks to your gold I can set up in trade, and so win treasure that way, and not by blood. But I will fight again, and kill too, to keep all I have.